1: We as God's children need to understand that the laws given to Moses by God on Mount Sinai so many years ago have relevance in our lives today. Listen in today as Pastor Draper speaks from the subject, the Ten Commandments. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1
2: through 10. Let's go to the God of drugs, I want to talk about the God of drugs. And this one is real near and dear to my heart. I'm the oldest of six. Three boys and three girls. I got two brothers you've never seen. Because of the God of drugs. In and out of jail. I've lived as the oldest child trying to set the pace. Lead the way. I tried to educate myself and be the first in the family to get a degree because I wanted to set an example for my family. Being the oldest child, my dad said he's just wondered. I got a sister too, with midlife, and just mess with that stuff. And all all she had was just stripped. And many times she's out on the streets, a vagabond. And I pray and I pray. I counsel them. And then they get in jail and they give all these good news reports of how God has dealt with them. And then when they get out of jail, right back. Anybody with me? I've seen what this ugly God can do. A drug is any substance which produces physical, mental, or psychological changes in the user. Since earliest times, people have experimented with drugs in an effort to escape reality. Substance abuse is an attempt to meet one's emotional needs through the use of drugs. Addiction is the powerful feeling brought on by a habitual activity or substance use that has become an artificial means of coping with life. Today, hundreds of millions of people have bowed down and worshiped the God of drugs. This foreign God is a downright greedy God. For this God seduces everyone from the wealthy high-profile person all the way down to the homeless on the street. And every family has been affected by this dangerous God from one degree to another from legal addictive drugs such as tobacco, alcohol, and caffeine. They can be your gods too. Even though they are legal doesn't mean God is pleased. Amen? Amen to illegal, deeply addictive drugs, such as heroin, cocaine, marijuana, crack, methamphetamines, which is speed, ecstasy, and steroids. Anyone can physically or psychologically become addicted to drugs if exposed to a high dosage over a sufficient period of time. There are some of you who are medical drug addicts. You live on medicine. I mean, I'm not talking about prescribed that you have to have because of serious ailments. Some of you, you overtaken with the medicine chest. You find yourself going there too much until you become addicted. Allow me to share some sobering statistics from the 1999 National Household Survey on Drug Abuse. You don't have to write all this down. Just listen to these sobering stats. 14.8 million Americans were current users of illicit drugs. An additional 8.2 million were also dependent on alcohol. 7.7% of youth, listen to this, 7.7% of youth ages 12 to 17, 12 to 17 were users of marijuana with boys having a slightly higher rate of marijuana use than girls. The rates of current illicit drug use for major racial ethnic groups were as follows. 6.6% for whites, 6.8% for Hispanics, and 7.7% for blacks. The highest percentage of drug use is found with the American Indians, while the lowest percentage of drug use is found with the Asians. An estimated 66.8 million Americans use tobacco. And many of them are in the church. 57 million smoke cigarettes. 7.6 million use smokeless tobacco. And 2.4 smoke tobacco in pipes. 14.9% of youths ages 12 to 17, 12 to 17 smoke cigarettes. 12 to 17, 14.9% with Marlboro being the most used brands. Now, I I don't understand that, but that's what it says. Also, studies show that these youths were seven times more likely to use illicit drugs than youths youths who didn't smoke. Listen at this. 105 million Americans aged 12 and over older reported currently using alcohol. 105 million using alcohol. 45 million were binge drinkers, and 12.4 million were heavy drinkers. Although drinking under the age of 21 is illegal, 10.4 million youth under 20 confessed to drinking. Some of them are in our congregation. Of this group, 6.8 million were binge drinkers and 2.1 million were heavy drinkers. The God of drugs. The God of drugs lures and ensnares people from all walks of life and no one is exempt from his clutches. The clergy is not exempt from drugs. You have pastors and preachers who are on drugs, who smoke relentlessly, or alcoholics, politicians on drugs, movie stars on drugs, sports stars on drugs, teachers on drugs, students on drugs, businessmen on drugs, blue collar workers on drugs, white collar workers on drugs, pimps on drugs, prostitutes on drugs, medical professionals on drugs, mamas on drugs, fathers on drugs, sons and daughters on drugs, brothers, sisters, neighbors on drugs, and you have friends on drugs, just to name a few. Why do so many bow down to the God of drugs? Why? When God says you shall have no other God before me. You see, the God of drugs exploits those whose root dependency are found in insecurity. The insecurity turn to drugs. Uh, Many fear certain things and turn to drugs. Sometimes maybe children fear the breakup of a home or anything. Guilt. Because of guilt, you try to. Uh, escape your guilt through drugs. Maybe there's extreme disappointment in your life. Someone disappointed you or something you wanted and you got disappointed and you turned to drugs. Drugs is often associated many times with sexual immorality and deviant sexual behavior. Some folk get so frustrated that they turn to drugs. Some lives are so filled with stress that they turn to drugs. There are many who turn to drugs because of peer pressure. You run with folk who are on drugs, and before you know it, it has you. And some turn to drugs because of intense competition in sports. They want to get a little bit faster, a little bit stronger, athletically. So to compete in the Olympics and to make things bigger and better, I turn to steroids. The god of drugs leaves an immense spiritual vacuum which has resulted in the breakdown of moral standards. The God of drugs has brought about the disintegration of the home. The God of drugs have brought about war-torn neighborhoods and overpopulated prisons.
1: Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the message, The Ten Commandments. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1 through 10.
2: The God of drug destroys the whole person, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and socially. Once addicted, the dependent lives in an illusionary world characterized by paralyzed feelings and emotional responses, mental denials, delusion, and social isolation. They become a recluse and withdrawn, eyes dazed and glazed. For many, it is a hopeless state, a life of no return. In some cases, it even leads to suicide. How can we be delivered from the clutches of the God of drugs? Well, once you bow down to the God of drugs, any effort to withdraw from the drug from a drug addiction can be a very painful. Both can be very painful, both physically and psychologically and unmonitored withdrawals can be dangerous getting free from the dependency and subsequent rehabilitation is usually a long-term process a strong support system involving the spiritual emotional mental and physical is needed in most cases here's how we deal with dethroning the god of drugs listen i'm going to give you about s- several principles in order to deal with this Be mindful of this. Number one, in most cases, the substance abuser has to hit rock bottom before he or she will acknowledge the fact that they are in bondage and cry for God's mercy and help from their family. You can't help a person many times until they bottom what out. Bottom out. Uh, The prodigal son did not come to his senses until he ended up where in the pig pen. And many times, it doesn't matter how far, how hard you're trying to keep them from going to that pig pen. You have to actually let them go because trying to save them from bottoming out will only add to the problem and prolong the process. The sooner they, they bottom out, that's when they can get the most help. So let them bottom out. You break yourself trying not to let them bottom out. And you say, but I love them. I know you do. But love sometimes has to be tough. Secondly, if our bodies are to be acceptable to God, we must be careful as to what we put on it and in it. Did you hear what I said? If our bodies are to be acceptable to God, we must be careful as to what we put on it and what? And in it. You watch what you put in your body. Your body was not made for everything to go in it. Y'all the same man. And your body is not made for you to put anything on your body. You mark them, you're marking up your body with all kind of tattoos, everything. It's a mark of rebellion, is what it is. Romans 12.1 says, Romans 12.1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. You worship God with your bodies. First Corinthians 3.16 says this. Jot it down. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says this. Do you not know that you are the temple of God, that the spirit of God dwells in don't you know the Holy Ghost dwells in you and when you put foreign substances in your body you grieve the Holy Spirit tobacco is known to mess you up and you take it because you are addicted you grieve the Holy Spirit you got to get up and your day can't go right unless you have some coffee with caffeine loaded you addicted and that grieves the Holy Ghost you're not get you up know, having a coffee headache because you don't have coffee. Our bodies are a gift from the Lord and to abuse it is an insult to Jesus Christ. Thirdly, listen, uh, you need to encourage those who are on drugs or perhaps I may be talking about it, somebody here. And, you know, you can be on drugs. A person next to you can be on it, and you'll never know it. Sometimes never know it. You encourage a person who's struggling to unite with a strong Bible teaching church for accountability and nurturing. They need to connect with the church. Get saved and then be in a church for nurturing and accountability and hearing the gospel so that they can be ministered to. To deal with drugs, you have to realize this. Once Christ delivers you from the bondage of drugs, change your company. A lot of times you go out uh, and you you hang around the same old folk and you end up doing the same old stuff because you with the same old people. First Corinthians 1533. Jot it down. First Corinthians 1533. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Good habits. And when people have it, and, and the church is for people who are having struggles. Who in here is not struggling with something? Every, every, one of you in here, including me, we all have a struggle. Yours may not be mine and mine may not be yours, but folk, we all struggle. And you know why? And we have to embrace folk who are struggling. We have to embrace folk who are struggling. You know why? Because we don't embrace them and encourage them and love them unconditionally. Guess what? They go right back out because they don't experience the love in here. And they end up in a worse state because you think you got it all together. and You're so busy judging them that you can't reach out to them. And such was some of you. How do we deal with the God of drugs? Listen. Realize the power of the word fasting and prayer is crucial in gaining victory over this addiction. Realize the power of the word fasting and prayer is crucial in gaining victory over this addiction. The word of God has power. The power of prayer and fasting, not just prayer, but fasting and prayer. It takes to, to gain victory over this addiction Another thing we must do is uh, we must encourage those or if you are in such case now, you need to enroll in a Christian based ministry. You notice I said a Christian based ministry such as Teen Challenge or other related ministries for counseling, support and long term treatment. For counseling, support and long term treatment. And then. We need to realize that we cannot please God enslaved by foreign substances. How many want to please God? I know you do. Well, you can't please Him if you're enslaved by tobacco, if you're enslaved by alcohol. And some of you, alcoholists become the best, have, uh, have gotten the best of you. And you started out as a casual drinker, a now and then drinker. And one sip won't hurt. And now look at yourself. Caffeine addicts, steroid addicts, illegal drugs addicts. It's all sin, whether it's illegal or legal, drugs are drugs. Addiction is addiction. It hinders the work of God in your life. Let me share with you enough right now to hold you and hopefully to deal with with this issue. Here's what the God of drugs will do. It will hinder the work of God in your life. You got that one? Number two, it will destroy your finances. To support that habit, you'll, you will break yourself. You'll take everything out of your account, your child's educational account, and then you start stealing from others. you steal from your own mother. To support your habit, it'll break you. Habits will break you. Even smoking is expensive. You can smoke and won't support an orphan child in Uganda. That I mean, seek ye first the kingdom instead of seeking self-pleasure. Addictions will destroy your health. Drugs will destroy your health. You know, people get heart attacks because of drugs. Your body gets messed up and many times it's irreparable damage. Irreparable damage because of drugs. It destroy your health. Your body wasn't intended for that. I tell you what else drugs, drugs will do. Drugs will drive you out of your mind. You lose all your rationale. You don't balance. You, you can't think balance. You confused. It drives you out of your mind. It drives you crazy. Makes a fool out of you. What will drugs do? It causes emotional instability and depression. It brings about emotional instability and depression. People have highs, extreme highs and lows, and sometimes they just um, they just go just they just go off. They go off and that's a horrible thing. When a dad is on drugs or when a mama's on drugs or when a parent have done so much for their child and see their child waste away. With drugs. It's to see your brother, your sister, a friend that you've been knowing all your life come to ruins because of drugs. I tell you some mess drugs will do. Drugs will destroy your motivation and creativity. All of a sudden you, you have, drugs stop you from dreaming. It destroys your goal. You can't, you no longer say, I have a dream because you're in such a mess. It destroys your motivation and your creativity. As I conclude, I'm about through. If you're going to deal with the issue of drugs, be they caffeine, tobacco, alcohol, heroin, crack, and all this new stuff that's coming that we don't even know the name of. Let me tell you how you deal with it. Will you make up your mind? You've got to make up your mind that you are going to serve the Lord and him only. You got to make up your mind. Until you make up your mind, you'll always be wandering. You'll make one step forward, two backwards. Never get ahead. Joshua 24, 15 says, Joshua 24, 15 says, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river are the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You got to make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind that enough is enough. And let me tell you, when you make up your mind, making up your mind will not come easy. Making up your mind will not come without struggles. You got to fight against all hell. You have to fight against every demon. You have to fight against Satan. You got to fight against world. You have to fight against your own flesh and your peers because your mind is made up. If your mind is not made up, you're not going to survive. You're not going to survive. Let me close by reading this anonymous poem about the God of drugs. It's called Check It Out. And I conclude. Beware, my friend. My name is cocaine. Coke for short. I entered this country without a passport. Ever since then, I've been hunted and sought by junkies and pushers and those who are looking to get their quick kicks. Mostly by users who need a quick fix. I'm more valued than diamonds, more treasured than gold. Use me just once and you too will be sold. I'll make a schoolboy forget his books. I'll make a beauty queen neglect her looks. I'll take a renowned speaker and make him a bore. I'll take your mama and make her rotten to the core. I'll make a school teacher forget how to teach. I'll make a preacher not even want to preach. All kinds of people have fallen under my wing. Just look around. You can see the results of my sting. I've got sisters robbing their brothers. I've got burglars robbing the Lord's house. I've got husband pimping their spouse. I'm the king of crime and the prince of destruction. I'll cause the organs of your body to malfunction. I'll cause your babies to be born hooked. I'll turn the honest of men into crooks. I'll make you rob, steal and kill. And when you're under my power, you'll have no will. Remember my friend, my name's big C. Some call me the white lady. I've destroyed actors. Politician and sport heroes. I've decreased bank accounts from millions to zeros. I'm a bad habit. Too tough for the man. I've caused the law to invest in the battering ram. Yeah. I'm raising hell all over the earth. Don't believe me. With just one try, we'll gain you a ride in the hearse. I've gotten them standing on the corners howling, Rock! I've made it where shooting and stabbings are common on the block. Well, now that you know, what will you do? Remember, my friends, it's all up to you. If you decide to jump in my saddle, you better ride me well. For on the white horse of cocaine, I'll ride you straight to hell.
1: Amen. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more tune in tomorrow's pastor draper continues to teach us from the word of god thank you for joining us today and may the lord's blessings be upon you
0: three-star general michael j flynn head of the Pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells